Right now, command the season at Herson's Kia. If you're looking for a new Kia, Herson's has 0% financing and leases starting at $129 per month. Check them out at Herson'sKia.com. It's Super Saturday at JCPenney. Shop in-store or at jcp.com to save up to 60% on hundreds of super deals this Friday and Saturday. Get select kitchen appliances for just $29.99 each. Or rewards members get select diamond jewelry for $25 each. Or shop and save an extra 30% with coupon. Need it fast? Pick up your order curbside. Joy, comfort, peace. JCPenney. Offers valid 12, 18 to 12, 19. Conditions and exclusions apply. Kitchen electrics limited to 10% coupon discount. $25 jewelry excluded from coupons and rewards. See store or jcp.com for details. Bombshell after bombshell breaking over the weekend. Pennsylvania's Boilermakers Union has called out Biden saying, "Uh, no, sir, we do not support you. Stop telling people that we do. The Boilermakers Local 154 Union, which represents thousands of workers in Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Ohio, is calling out Joe Biden for lying about having been endorsed by their union. Not only did they come out and they say that they did not endorse Joe Biden, they actually said that they support and endorse Donald Trump. Yeah, Donald Trump is who they endorsed. Pennsylvania, again, these now, if Donald Trump would have done this, this would have been wall-to-wall coverage. Donald Trump lying about who supports him. Donald Trump is corrupt. Donald Trump is evil. Look at what Donald Trump is doing. He's making up people that support him that don't even support him. That's what would have been said. It would have been said over and over and over and over again. Then there's the other big bombshell. We have now found out that one of the top executives at Facebook, the same Facebook that this week limited a story from you seeing it that dealt with a massive story about Hunter Biden and money going back to his father and corruption of selling access to the White House, to the presidency and the vice presidency. Don't worry. Facebook and Twitter banned the article from a legitimate news organization called the New York Post. Now, all this information was actually given over to the FBI. The FBI had done nothing with it so far, which is obviously very scary and concerning. And so then the man who had this information gave it to a couple different people. Why did he give it to the people? Pretty simple reason. He was afraid that he could be killed. And if he was killed, he wanted them to have it so they could then release it and let people know why he was murdered. We know that after nothing had come from Congress, nothing had come from the FBI, the individual finally reached out to Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani is set down for an exclusive interview that he did. Uh, And it was an incredible interview with Daily Caller. Uh, I'm going to play this for you tonight because he says 10 days before the election, they are going to release the entire contents of what they found on these computers of Hunter Biden with clear connections to his father. The father lied to the American people. And again, this saying that if you want to know how corrupt the media is, You had Joe Biden this past week having a town hall, not a single dead gum question, not one question to him about the corruption with his son. Not a single question. If this was if this was any one of Donald Trump's children doing what Hunter Biden did, they would be doing wall to wall coverage, cameras outside their house and waiting for the FBI to come in and raid the place and arrest them. 
Now, let me go back to Facebook for a second. Facebook, which is not allowed our show, just so you know, to advertise our brand-new podcast, which is up. Uh, the same Facebook does not allow us to do uh, advertising is limited and threatened to shut down our page for what they refer to as inauthentic behavior. We don't even know what that means. Simply trying to silence us and many other conservatives like Mark Levin, a good friend of mine, before the election. We now know that Facebook's global policy manager for content regulation, Anna McEnjew. Yeah, Anna McEnjew advised Joe Biden on Ukraine policy during his time as vice president. She also defended Biden from charges of wrongdoing with regards to Ukraine. And now you want to know why leftist Facebook limited the reach of a critical post from the New York Post days before the election? Well, now we know exactly how corrupt Facebook really is. Facebook content regulation manager Anna McAdoo advised Joe Biden on Ukraine. Also, something else that's been overshadowed, Judge Barrett's confirmation. Nancy Pelosi this morning dodging questions on how she'll block Judge Barrett's confirmation. It's because she can't, and she tried to act like today she actually has the power to block it. She was on with George Stephanopoulos, you know, the same guy that gives warm hugs to Joe Biden and won't ask a single question about the biggest political story in this election cycle. Hunter Biden selling access to the then sitting vice president. Let me remind you what the first question was that he asked him during the town hall. It was not anything about Hunter Biden, which would have been the normal question. Normal question would have been, hey, Hunter Biden Uh, is in the news this week, Mr. Vice President, and there's very concerning emails and details. Uh, You could have asked him a softball and said, hey, are these emails inauthentic? Is this a lie? Is this a smear campaign? Or are these emails authentic? You could have given the Vice President an out. He didn't even ask him a damn question. You want to know what his first question was out of the box? While all this is going on, all this is being reported, take a listen. Mr. Vice President, uh, every day... My wife and I are in disbelief at the lack of coordinated federal action on COVID-19. We know that your administration would follow the science. My question for you is two parts. First, looking backwards to when this country first became aware of COVID-19, what would following the science have meant in terms of actual policy? And then looking forward, What would your administration do in terms of following the science with real concrete policies that haven't been done by the current administration? Now, while this was going on, okay, Donald Trump was debating Savannah Guthrie. What a town hall. Savannah Guthrie asked like 40, 50 questions, and there was only 10 from the audience. Savannah Guthrie Guthrie was not... Uh, running a town hall. She was literally acting she was running for president, debating the president of the United States of America. Joe Biden's getting these type of soft call questions on a single question about Hunter Biden and what has happened with his emails and the corruption and selling access to the White House and the vice presidency. And his father bragging about getting the prosecutor fired who was investigating his son, making millions and millions and millions of dollars. And some emails make it look like uh, very clearly that Hunter Biden was knowing that Joe Biden was going to get paid for some of this access which the last I checked is against the law. 
Now, I'll say this. Joe and Hunter Biden should not be above the law. Joe and Hunter Biden should not be above the law. The media clearly is refusing to cover this story because they know how damning it is. But while Joe Biden's not getting a single question, I want you to hear this montage, okay? Savannah Guthrie, debating the vice pre- vi- or debating the president of the United States of America, Donald Trump, not asking questions. Donald Trump Jr. put it this way, quote, it's not a town hall when the moderator asks 43 questions and the attendees only get to ask 10. That's today's media hackery for you. Anything to protect Joe Biden and the radicals he's surrounded himself with. And you know what? Donald Trump Jr. is right. Donald Trump has said this weekend the Biden family is a criminal enterprise. This makes crooked Hillary Clinton look like amateur hour. I also would agree with him. So how hard was the press trying to protect? How hard was the press trying to protect Joe Biden from the story? Well, listen to how hard savannah guthrie went after donald trump and how many times she interrupted him almost every single time he said anything about anything take a listen as the president i have to be out there i also know well, there's no one that says you can't be out there but it's just about wearing masks and having for example your rallies I know there's tremendous spikes but our death rate is worse than well not spain but those well, other I have, countries I have the united states is down 21 percent. but we have per, our deaths per capita is among the highest and i wouldn't be able to get the word out and the word, well, the word is, is false. and you know what dumped in a garbage can and they happen to have my name on it i'm not happy okay, about that but just those are cases I mean, there is no there is in fact no evidence of widespread fraud. I want the money go to directly Are to Senate the Senate Republicans with you? They're going to go big they'll for go. big yeah, old they'll number? Go. They'll go. They're going to be okay, very Okay, so happy. far they have not. I said. got rid of the individual mandate. But that the, went the through the legislature. But the problem was repeal and replace. Look, we will always protect people with pre-existing but conditions. if you're successful and in court in November, those pre-existing conditions, that promise succeed, will be gone. If it's a tiny percentage of my net worth. That's not like, you'll yes. see that. It turned out that I am yes, underwater. Yes, the IRS Excuse me. No, no. But you the IRS says that doesn't stop you from releasing. You saw what they did with the religious But to be clear, there is no law or rule that that prohibits you from releasing your tax no, returns. I know she's going to make a great decision for our country. You running with as the a pro-life Republican. Most pro-life Republicans would like to see Roe v. Wade overturned and abortion banned. Uh, thank you very Mr. much. Mr. President, in point of fact, the DACA program, there are, under your administration, no new applicants are allowed. I mean, is she running for president? I'm trying to figure it out. What what is she what is she running for here? What I mean I mean seriously, what I mean you listen to that. It sounds like she's running for president of the United States of America against Donald Trump. This wasn't a town hall. This was an all out assault. This was an all out attack on Donald Trump by the media trying to cover because they know that all of a sudden Joe Biden is in serious trouble with what we've just found out about his son selling access to him, and there's a very good chance he was getting rich off of it too. Now, Rudy Giuliani uh, did an incredible sit-down interview with The Daily Caller that, by the way, he should have uh, done with ABC, NBC, CBS, but none of them would do it, right? So he did a sit-down with a senior White House correspondent, Christian Daytok. This interview should have been an interview that every news organization wanted. 
None of them wanted to talk to Giuliani because none of them wanted to air what Giuliani had to say. None of them wanted to talk about Hunter Biden. None of them wanted to talk about Hunter Biden. So the Daily Caller did the interview. I'm going to play that for you in just a moment. But quickly, I I want to remind you about our incredible sponsor, and that is the number one conservative organization in the country, AMAC. Without them, this show wouldn't be available. Without them, uh, more than 2 million other conservatives would not have someone standing up, protecting, and defending your First and Second Amendment rights. Well, right now, they're fighting to make sure that Judge Baird is, well, confirmed to the Supreme Court. And it's time for you to get in the fight with more than 2 million other conservatives. The number one conservative organization, AMAC, I want to give you a free membership right now. That's right. I want to give you a free membership right now to the number one conservative organization in the country called AMAC. All you have to do is go online to BenFreeOnline.com. Yes, you can tell your family, your friends, sign them up. Go to BenFreeOnline.com. You're going to get the number one conservative magazine in the country as well, the AMAC magazine, for an entire year for free. No credit card needed, no bait and switch. This is a genuine free membership. It is time for us to organize. It's time to have someone standing up for you every day, putting pressure on these senators to not bail on this confirmation of Judge Barrett. If you support the president and you support Judge Barrett, sign your name. Stand with Judge Barrett. Stand with Donald Trump and put pressure on Congress. Go right now to BenFreeOnline.com. That's BenFreeOnline.com. BenFreeOnline.com. And sign up. Get your free membership for one year right now. Emails reveal that Hunter Biden's associate helped communists, China, align Chinese elites and secure meetings with the White House and directly through Hunter and Joe Biden where they started making some serious cash. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is what we're up against. This is China, Inc. Newly obtained emails from the Hunter Biden business partner lay out in detail how the vice president's son and his colleagues used their access to the Obama-Biden administration to arrange private meetings for, for for potential foreign clients and investors at the highest levels in the White House. These never-before-revealed emails outline how a delegation of Chinese investors and Communist Party officials managed to secure a private off-the-books meeting with then-Vice President Joe Biden. In a 2011 email, Hunter Biden's business associate also discussed developing relations with what one called China Inc. as part of a new push on soft diplomacy for the Chinese. These emails are completely, by the way, unconnected to the Hunter Biden emails being released by the New York Post. So this is totally different subject here. I want to make that very clear. These and more explosive never before revealed emails were provided by Bevan Cooney, a one-time Hunter Biden and Devin Archer business associate. Cooney is currently in prison serving a sentence for his involvement in a 2016 bond fraud investment scheme. In 2019, Cooney reached out to Schweitzer after becoming familiar with the revelations in his 2018 book, Secret Empires. Cooney explained that he believes he was the, quote, fall guy 
for the fraud scheme and that Archer and Hunter Biden had avoided responsibility while he sits in jail. Archer, who was also convicted in the case, Archer is the same business partner that Hunter Biden worked with on countless deals, including Burisma, saw a federal judge vacate his conviction. But an appellate court overturned the lower court judge's ruling, reinstating Archer's conviction in the case. Archer is Hunter Biden's longtime business partner, He is currently awaiting sentencing as we speak. Cooney, their associate who is currently serving a prison sentence on his conviction in the matter, later reestablished contact with Schweitzer through investigative journalist Matthew Tyrman from prison. Cooney then provided Schweitzer with written authorization, his email account name and password to his Gmail account to retrieve these emails he authorized in writing the publication of the emails notable because it is the first time a close associate has publicly confirmed hunters trading on his father's name influence and making millions of dollars off of it these emails offer a extremely Unique window into just how the Biden universe conducted business during the Obama-Biden administration. These associates sought to trade on Hunter Biden's relationship with and access to his father and not just his father, but Barack Obama and the White House. This is not just how they generated business. This is literally like the only way that they had a business. Give you an example. For instance, on November the 5th, 2011, one of Archer's business contacts forwarded him an email teasing an opportunity to gain, quote, potentially outstanding new clients by helping to arrange White House meeting for a group of Chinese executives and government officials. The group was the China Entrepreneur Club, also known as CEC, and the delegation included Chinese billionaires. Or I say, excuse me, Chinese billionaires. Also, Chinese Communist Party loyalists and at least one respected diplomat from Beijing. Despite its being named the CEC, has been called, quote, a second foreign ministry for the People's Republic of China, a communist government that closely controls most businesses in its country. CEC was established in 2006 by a group of businessmen and Chinese government diplomats. CEC's leadership boasts numerous senior members of the Chinese Communist Party. I want you to get your head around what I just told you. You have the CEC's leadership that has numerous senior members of the Chinese Communist Party involved in this organization, which is getting these memberships, all right, I mean, getting getting these meetings through Hunter Biden with Joe Biden. I, I, I want you to think about that. Think, just, just, just think about that for a second, okay? Let me tell you who's included. 
the vice chairman of the 10th Communist China's National Committee and deputy secretary of the party's group, Wang Zhonggu. The director of multiple Chinese Communist Party offices, Mei Wenhu, is a member. Zhang Zipei, member of the Chinese Communist Party and representative of the 16th National Congress, is in the CEC's leadership, which Hunter Biden and his associates got off the records, meaning these are meetings that happened, okay, at the White House that never happened at the White House. They purposely don't put these people on the log books. Quote, I know it is political season. This is back to the emails. And people are hesitant, but a group like this does not come along very every day. That's what an intermediary named Mohammed Kasagi wrote on behalf of the CEC to an associate of Hunter Biden and Devin Archer. You know, Devin Archer, the guy that's waiting to be sentenced to prison. Quote, a tour of the White House and a meeting with a member of the Chief of Staff's office and John Kerry, who at the time was Secretary of State, would be great. Kasagi said before including what should have been a major red flag, quote unquote, not sure if one has to be registered to do this. Presumably, Kasagi meant a registered lobbyist under the Foreign Agents Registration Act, also known as FARA. This is the same thing that got Paul Manafort in prison, not being registered as a foreign agent, because at this point, Hunter Biden and Archer should have had to have been registered as foreign agents. Because at this point, you're working for communist China, right? You're not working for your dad. You're not just hanging out. Khashoggi believed the trip presented, quote, a soft diplomacy play that could be very effective and would give Hunter Biden's businesses and business partners, quote, good access to the Chinese for any deal in the future. Now, I want you to sit back for a second and think about this. If these emails would have been sent on behalf of Donald Trump Jr. or because of Donald Trump Jr. or any of the Trump family members, we would have wall-to-wall coverage, in the, and we would have some sort of FBI raid that would happen on live TV. It would be nonstop breaking news, breaking in ABC, NBC, you know, soap operas and crap, with massive news that emails between are linking Donald Trump Jr., to Donald Trump, the President of the United States of America, and the FBI is investigating, and it would just be, it would never end. This would go on for weeks. It would go literally go on for weeks. Indeed, the email boasted of the CEC's wealthy membership. CEC's current me- membership includes 50 Top figures in China, chairman of the CEC, Legend Holdings, and Lenovo Group. Chinese esteemed economists, one of their top economists was in the group. Another top diplomat, another representative of Chinese globalization, Wang Shi, China Merchants Bank, Jack Ma of Alibaba Group, Gung Gun Chang of the Forsum Group. The list goes on and on. 
this group, CEC, is nothing more than the major league players of communist China's business world. The gross income, I want you to understand how influential this group is that wanted access to John Kerry and and the chief of staff and Barack Obama and Joe Biden through Hunter Biden and Hunter Biden's associate, Archer, who's waiting to be sentenced to prison. The gross income of these CEC members, companies, allegedly total more than $1.5 trillion. RMB $1.5 trillion. Now, you add that together, accounting for roughly 4% of the entire nation of China's GDP. The overture to Hunter Biden's associate described the Chinese CEC members variously as industrial elites, highly influential, and among the, quote, most important private sector individuals in China today. Before contacting Hunter Biden associates, the CEC have been trying to get meetings with the with top Obama Biden administration officials to no avail. Quote from this from the D.C. side. As you will see below, they, CEC, have written letters to several members of the administration and others and have so far not had a strong reaction. This is China Inc., wrote Kasagi in an email referring to the delegation of Chinese billionaires. Quote, biggest priority for the CEC group is to see the White House and have a senior U.S. politician or senior member of Obama's administration give them a tour. If your friend in D.C. can help, We would be extremely grateful. Kasagi emphasized. Hunter Biden and Devin Archer apparently delivered for the Chinese Communist Party, connected industrial elites within 10 days. They wanted to get paid, folks. The original October the 19th, 2011 email from Kasagi sent to Gary Fears, a controversial political fundraiser with a checkered history, who was caught up in a riverboat casino gambling scandal in the mid-1990s. Guess what? That guy is the one who forwarded on to Archer a couple weeks later on November the 5th, 2011. Time was short. Kasagi's original email noted that the Chinese delegation would be in D.C. on November the 14th, 2011. Fears told Archer to, quote, reach out to Kasagi about the request regarding getting the Chinese business persons and officials into the Obama White House, adding it would be, quote, perfect for Archer to also attend with them and then get guys for the Potash deal, P-O-T-A-S-H deal. I'm spelling it for you because that's really important. I'm going to tell you about that in a second. The same day Fears and Kasagi's message to him, Archer took the emails from Fears and sent it to Kasagi, a business proposal, for the potash mine deal that he had lined up. Remember, this is all about a quid pro quo here. I need a bunch of communists in the White House. I need access. Guess what? I got a potash deal. P-O-T-A-S-H deal. It's a mining deal. You ready for this? Six days after the initial overture, the email, Archer received a follow-up email asking how a meeting with the CEC's representatives went. The email closed with, quote, do me a favor and ask Hunter Biden to call me. I've tried reaching him a couple of times. Archer responded, Hunter is traveling in the UAE for the week with royalty. 
so probably next week before he will be back in pocket. The meeting with the CEC representatives was good. Seems like there is a lot to do together down the line. Probably not a fit for the current Podush private placement, but he's a good strategic relationship as the mind develops. Definitely have a drink with Muhammad and let him know how impressed I was with his whole deal. One minute later, Archer, the guy that's waiting to go to prison, sent a follow-up email. Couldn't confirm this with Hunter on the line, but we got him his meeting at the White House Monday for the Chinese folks. On the day of the meeting, November the 14th, 2011, Cooney emailed Fears to confirm that Archer, quote, got the Chinese guys all taken care of in D.C. The Obama-Biden archives reveal that the Chinese delegation did indeed visit the White House on November the 14th, 2011, and enjoyed high-level access. The delegation included approximately 30 members of the Communist Party, according to the White House visitor logs, but those records also obscure perhaps the most important item for the Chinese delegation. A meeting with Vice President Joe Biden himself. The visitor log lists Jeff Zients, the Deputy Director of Obama's Office of Management and Budget, OMB, as the host of the CEC delegation. Obama tasked Zients with restructuring and ultimately consolidating the various export-import agencies under the Commerce Department, an effort in which the Chinese delegation would have a keen interest. A trip itinerary posted by the CC also confirms the delegation met with Obama, then recently confirmed Commerce Secretary John Bryson. Man, it must be good to be a communist from China during the Obama administration. Curiously, the Obama-Biden visitor logs do not mention any meeting with the Vice President Joe Biden. But the vice president's off-the-books meeting was revealed by one of the core founders of the CC. In an obscure document listing the CC members' biographies, CEC Secretary General Maggie Chen alleges that she facilitated the CEC's delegation meetings in Washington in 2011 and boasts of the Washington establishment figures that CEC met with. The first name she dropped was that of, you guessed it, Vice President Joe Biden. Wonder why the White House left that off the books for the public. The relationships established during the visit may have benefited Hunter Biden and Devin Archer down the road. Well, because two years later they famously helped form the Chinese government's funded Boha Harvest RST investment fund. One of BHR's first major portfolio investments was a ride sharing company like Uber called. Didi Chach, or excuse me, Didi Dache, now called Didi Technologies. The company is closely connected to the chairman of the Chinese Entrepreneur Club, you know, the CEC, and the founder of the Legend Holdings, the parent company of Lenovo, one of the world's largest computer companies. Liu is a former Chinese Communist Party delegate and was a leader of the 2011 CEC delegation to the White House. His daughter was the president of Didi at the time. Liu has also been involved in communist China politics. 
including serving as a representative of the 9th, 10th, and 11th session of the National People's Congress of the Chinese Republic and a representative to the 16th and 17th National Congress of the Chinese Communist Party. Liu was the vice chairman of the 8th and 9th Executive Committee of All China Federation Industry Commerce, an organization known to be affiliated with the Chinese Union Front. Guess what? The Biden campaign has not been asked or responded to any of the comments or questions about the story that I just told you about. And that what I just told you, I want to remind you, has nothing to do with any of the emails on Hunter Biden's laptop. This is a totally separate story we're talking about right now. Let me get back to this other major part of this story. And that is all of this has become public because... Rudy Giuliani was given this information. Rudy Giuliani sat down with the Daily Caller instead of sitting down with ABC, NBC, CBS, because none of them want to do this story, right? None of them do. None none of them want to do this story. This is a story you don't want out there. This is a story that you absolutely do not want out there. So we sat down with the Daily Caller, senior White House correspondent, to talk about how much information is there, how corrupt the Bidens are, what's in it, and what are we all going to find out about this. I want you to hear part of that interview. So let's take a step back because there's been new allegations. Uh, Obviously, there's these piecemeal stories coming out. But I think maybe even a bigger story is the reaction that Twitter and Facebook took did you expect uh, outright censorship when these stories were, were being worked on by you guys? I didn't think about it. I probably would have expected it if I thought about it. Uh, or maybe I would have thought it was too dangerous a move for them to do it because I think they basically turned the entire Republican Party against them. And probably a lot of moderates. I mean, this is, a, this is a very, very unusual level of censorship. This is the kind of thing that used to happen in the Soviet Union, in Nazi Germany in uh, Cuba. I mean, this is, is, yes, they're not government, but they act like a government. They have that kind of control. They have control of a public uh, facility, a very public facility. And um, and they're no longer acting as neutral, uh, uh, just just a a bulletin board, which is what got them their exemption Hmm. from uh, Section 230. They are now making editorial choices. The minute they do that, they become publishers and they're subject to regulation like everyone else. And they're subject to lawsuit. And I think there should be a lawsuit against them. I think there should be a major lawsuit against them. For, 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 this, 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 this was an, this was an extraordinarily important article hmm. in a major American newspaper. Uh, you can agree with it or disagree with it, but there, there certainly there was a right for people to know about this and make their own evaluation of it. But it reminds me of Joe Biden, who says we don't deserve to know. I mean, where in where 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 could it where you, in in America could a public official or or a news outlet determine that the American public doesn't have the right to know? I mean, that's that's a concept that's alien to America to Americans. That's a concept that comes out of a totalitarian government. And I guess these people have become so wealthy, they think they're dictators because they're acting like dictators. Mm-hmm. And this has to be stopped for the good of this country. I mean, free speech is an enormously important part of who we are. And this was a, a, 
uh, yesterday was a terrible day for free speech in America, one of the worst. I, I agree with you. I think the American people do deserve to know, and that was sort of one of the reasons Twitter's claimed they had the authority to censor this is because of your proximity to the president. Obviously, you're a supporter of his reelection campaign. Uh, and they, they were curious how you came into you know possession of this hard drive in the first place. Did you or Steve Bannon or any of the other uh, people supporting the president have any prior contact with this Mac shop owner prior to him reaching out to you? No, I mean, first of all, the, the premise on which I think Twitter took it down was it was hacked. Well, they're dead wrong. Hmm. It wasn't. By the way, I love what he just said there. He just said they're dead wrong. It wasn't hacked. We are going to get so much more coming out day after day after day after day after day. Get ready for it. Now, we all have an obligation to share this information. I am going to be exposing this every day on my podcast. If you have not downloaded my podcast, if you haven't shared it with your family and friends, every day this week we are going to be exposing what is on these hard drives. Make sure you download the Ben Ferguson podcast. Share it with your friends because every day, all week long, we are going to be giving you all the dirty, nitty-gritty details that the media will not give you. Download the Ben Ferguson Show podcast, all right? It's wherever you get your podcasts. Share it with your friends, and I'll leave it at that. What is a Fisher house? If I had a chance to talk to the Fisher family, I would start crying because I can't articulate how much it meant to us. The Fisher house is a comfort home for military and veteran families to stay in at no charge. Allowing the family to be together to support their loved one during a medical crisis. It's enough to help you thrive through these hard situations. Go to fisherhouse.org for more info and how you might help. That's fisherhouse.org. Right now, command the season at Herson's Kia. If you're looking for a new Kia, Herson's has 0% financing and leases starting at $129 per month. Check them out at hersonskia.com.